Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Latina Ike The Evolution, a podcast where we discuss Latinas learning to evolve from traditional lifestyles and roles to the Latinas that we are and want to be today. Listen every Thursday for a new episode and follow us on Instagram at Latina underscore Ike, Claudia Loving Life, and Soy Sofia Alexis. For more music, please follow Las Palatas. Hola, hola. Welcome to Latina y que the evolution. This is Claudia, your host. And this is Sofia, your co-host. What's up? <laughs> wow, this is the third week in a row. We're on a roll. <laughs> third to charm. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so, first of all, before we get started, I wanted to thank everybody who responded to the questions that we posted on my stories and on Latina Ike's story. Like, we had a really good response. We got a bunch of ideas and just things that I know you guys wanted to touch on. Just so that you know, like, we have touched on some of those subjects before that mm -hmm. I saw come up. But some of those podcasts are no longer there. So, I'm going to try to bring up all the old podcasts that got deleted. And if it, we still haven't, you know, touched on any of those subjects and or if we feel differently now you know because it's bit, what like two two years later yeah it's been like two years <laughs> and look our my state of mind during the pandemic i was like all happy and in love and yeah. and <laughs> color pink rose glasses and i was like mm, now i'm in a whole different mood she in a whole mood do you know who ice spices yes okay she in a whole mood <laughs> she in a mood anyways um but yeah it, it's different so i really appreciated all the feedback that we got too and i think it's so cool because I think, in a sense, we kind of do bring two different kind of opinions and perspectives in a lot of different issues and topics. So it's just so tight to see that everybody else is engaged and they want to kind of see what where where we're gonna go down with yeah, these topics. Because some of those topics, I was like, oh, I got I know. stories. I know, and it's funny because people are like they kind of want to know like where each of us stand on things but the main thing that i got because some people would post the answer and then dm me and were like you know you guys are really real like i love how you guys just 
bring it out you know raw and so uh, we truly appreciate the feedback thank you everybody who participated and i kind of want to do it every so often just because we we want to give you uh, you know content that people actually want to hear like i could sit here and talk about my personal life my whole time but yeah if there's certain topics i can yeah plus i can expose myself to different topics like (laughs) me and sophia can sit and talk for like six hours straight and not talk about anything at all so <laughs> literally yeah, like anything just, and like, everything random stuff. yeah so like i think it's a good direction to go on so uh we're gonna start hopefully every week bring something that you guys um brought up talk about it and then we'll go from there also we're looking into doing video fairly soon yes i think that would be so tight so we'll post a link as soon that as soon as that's available as soon as i figure out how to edit <laughs> Listen, I, I know how to do, edit YouTube videos because I used to have a YouTube channel. Right. But we're talking about 10 years ago, quality was horrible. But I know how to edit them. The only thing is I don't know how to split audio from video and like upload audio only to the podcast platforms as well as video. Well, the good so. thing is that we do have a podcast and people are going to be listening. So, hey, if anybody <laughs> knows how to do that, right, right, <laughs> give us a shortcut and tell us yeah, how we do. Give me a lesson because I'm pretty good with that right. stuff, you know, but I, I do need to like look into it. And uh, so hopefully next week, if not the week after, for sure, we'll we'll do video. Um, I think video is going to be really cool. Yeah, I I need to get my hair done. Just going <laughs> to you know what? I have a hair appointment, but it's not... I think it's until after I come back from my vacation, so... Well, not even that. Like, I'm just saying it right here. There's going to be days that I'm going to come. Come as you are. The way you I'm are t- today? Yeah, the way that I... <laughs> you look like you're 15. <laughs> <laughs> With no makeup on, Ooh, no. a chongo, and a glasses. Chongo. It's because I just got back from running. I know um, that one of the topics was health, but we're not going to go into that right now. But yeah. I just got back running from a two and a half mile run. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to do something, a little exercise, because... I was in Flagstaff this whole week. Um, I was at a summer leadership institute, which was awesome. I got to be a panelist speaker on two different sessions because I'm the Maricopa County co-director. So I had all my Maricopa County peeps and they were all listening to me and we were holding this meeting. So it was just really tight. And then I led the superintendent search meeting because we just hired a new separate superintendent in our school district. And yes, guys, every school district has a superintendent, which is kind of like the CEO, CFO of the school district. And I led the conversation on the importance of community input and student voice. Apparently, like we were only one of the school districts that has ever asked to do like a student focus group. And to me, that was so wild. That's crazy. It is crazy. You're literally like, like every- it's for the students. Yes, like <laughs> everything I do, the policies and the advocating and everything I do is always like student centered like how is this going to impact these kids that i'm serving right and for you to do this whole search and for you to hire somebody that's technically gonna um implement what you're trying to pass and not have student voice like that's our system even in the medical you know system like men try to implement yeah women women health issues like without even asking a woman how they feel about it so like yeah that's just how our system is like we're so arbitrary like we're so led by leaders you know like quote unquote like people want to just do things to feel important without yes without having any actual work and that is so crazy you're touching base because part of the summer leadership institute that we have this guy named frank cooks and i bought i ended up getting his book shout out to asba for giving me his book but it's about leadership and he 
he was just talking about like what defines a leader right and then he goes a leader isn't like what you're doing and how you're bringing it's literally who you're bringing up with you yes. and passing that on yes. and a lot of people don't have that and yeah. girl in this political world like that's one of the things that i do and I've seen that, like, I, I literally sometimes look at these people and I'm like, first of all, how the hell are you even elected? Like, you're an idiot. You're a freaking moron. And second of all, like, literally, it's all your personal agenda. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're just looking at the when next stepping stone. No, no, it's not. And I, so I train very young to be, like, they train me to be a leader within my church. Right. And I went to leadership classes. And yes. Leadership we both books. got to, went to church <laughs> at one point. Hey, that should be a whole topic in I itself. Know. Our church the days. Because I went, for those of you who don't know, I don't mean to interrupt, but I went to, when I. You interrupt me all the time. When I was 18. <laughs> fun in this podcast though like anyways is it <laughs> not the look i'm getting the look see this is why we need video if you guys could see the look that claudia is giving me across the table right now mm. anyways when i was 18 i went to a bible school and and i'm pretty sure some people are gonna be like what sophia at a bible school yeah. anyways go ahead you were training at the yeah, church so we i read a bunch <laughs> of leadership books some of them the, the ones that i hold dear to, to my heart are the john maxwell books because i read most of his books like i was obsessed even as a capricorn like they're the natural born leaders you know but um I've that's always... aries oh. we're the natural no. born leaders we're the Sorry. first of the sign in no. the zodiac no. absolutely no, no. <laughs> whatever it's a capricorn but like we lead differently like you well you guys lead with uh like you're more out there visual like visually i lead by preparing all the people around me and like it's always been that way even when we when i was doing bendy and like people would always ask me for stuff like you know like how do you do this how do you do that and like i would kind of mentor and all that and to me that's leadership yeah and one of the things that i don't understand it's like okay let's use our common sense for a little bit right and when leaders are like gatekeepers and they keep everything to themselves what legacy or what like footprints that's are you a, even leaving that's like leadership. that's what i mean like yeah. you're on this whole personal agenda and like so blindfolded yeah, by whatever selfish way of, of serving but then you don't yeah. you don't do anything no. like who's gonna know you for me true leadership means that i have 15 16 people saying like oh my god like you i learned know, this from her yeah and she that, opened the door to and, do this yes, yes like that's true leadership and that's yeah. what i tell people like my leadership like yeah i'm the president of my school board right now i do all these things i love the school board but i want to change policy and bring people in that are going to keep that going yeah. I see myself as doing things temporarily, getting some of the work done, implementing, and then moving on to the next big thing, you know? Yeah. But I think a lot, the majority of people who are in power have a warped sense of leadership. Yeah. Like, it's just power to them. You know, like, this is, now I get to, now I get to run shit, and now I get to do, you know, tell people what to do. And that's not what it's about, you know, so. I know, and it's so funny because somebody during the weekend, I was telling somebody that I have a, a podcast, and she was like, well, what do you talk about? And I'm like, just anything and anything. She goes, do you practice? Do you go over topics? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> I literally show up to her house, and whatever comes out of my mouth. And then she goes, aren't you scared of what you're going to say uh, because of, like, you know, the work that you do because I'm considered a quote-unquote elected official? Yeah, you're like a public figure. Yeah, like mm -hmm. a public figure. And I said, absolutely not. I was like, at the end of the day, I'm doing this to see how I can serve my community, not who thinks what of me. I, yeah. I'm i not here, like, sitting here and trying to keep a certain reputation or 
for people to look at me some way. Like, I, I don't care. You're going to accept me as my authentic self and this is who I am and it is what it is. They're not taking away the stuff that I'm doing in the work. So why should I care what people think of me? Yeah. I mean, of course, I'm not going to be like crazy. And, Super wretched. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Not even that, like destructive or anything. Yeah. But in the oh, long term, yeah, yeah. like I'm, yeah. I really don't care. Like this is my authenticity yeah. and it can be loved by whoever and not by whoever. Yeah. But that's like for me, it was more difficult. Like I've never, you know, you and I have talked about this. Like I've never been one to like, I don't like being the center of attention. Like right. this was hard for me to do but i know that i have a lot of wisdom to impart like you know i'm i'm up in age not only that i don't think it <laughs> has like, to do with your age it has to do with all your life experiences yeah, that's what yes. makes you wise yeah like, so yeah I, i've been through some stuff and so i for a while like i was always not careful but like uh it would give me a little bit of anxiety to like put my whole entire life out there mm-hmm. but like that's the only way you can really impact somebody's life when they see the real you when they see like you've experienced this and you overcame it exactly. or, you're, or like you know when I tell people like how I got to be where I'm at uh, in my professional life they're like oh my god because I didn't go to school like I have a high school right. diploma and I'm making more money than some people with a master's you know so like a lot of those things are helpful and so if I can do anything to either inspire somebody to like just go for it run your own business or whatever it is you know yes then i'm i'm okay with opening my life up to you exactly and there's power in that and then i i I flip it over to my side right i always talk about this and i always say even how somebody was talking about imposter syndrome that's literally something that i deal with on an everyday basis because People like me, quote unquote, don't end up in political situations. They don't, you know, you don't get elected Mm -hmm. into office. And there's been some rooms that I've been in with governors and people. And if people who really know me from back in the day, they're like, I cannot believe Sophia is all up in that mix. You know what I mean? So that's why I say that. It's so important for you to be authentic and people can really use that as inspiration. I didn't go to school for this. I didn't take any classes. I am just who I am. I threw myself in these spaces and I said, oh, you think I don't belong? Let me grab a chair. You're going to make room for me. And that's literally what got me to what what I have been doing lately. And it's just crazy. Like, yeah, I'm not going to hide myself. And no, I'm not scared of what I'm going to put out there on the podcast because that has nothing to do with like the professional work that I do. Yeah. The only thing that I keep in mind is that my mom listens. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah that's the other thing everything else is you know i'm fine with and sometimes i you know if i if i go a little too far then i'll be like don't maybe not listen to this week <laughs> don't, don't, don't listen to this podcast i know maybe skip, maybe skip this that one. is true sometimes i'll be putting my my childhood trauma up on blast and my mom's like girl <laughs> but granted for my mom the majority of the trauma was not caused by her yeah so. yeah <laughs> But even still, like, I think it has to be difficult for them to hear some of the things that we had to work out on our own. Yeah. But I'm sure that they're happy that we were able to overcome it and, like, kind of work through it and understand that it was never meant to be hurtful. It was never meant to be, you know, they're, like, generational things or, like, cultural things that we had to learn how to, like, deal with, you know? And I had that conversation with my mom, like, not too long ago because she told me, she's like, you know, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have done that you know kind of like feeling guilty for a lot of the things that Mm -hmm. she did and I was like mom but I was like you can't say that because who's to say that if it would have been any different I wouldn't I was like aren't you proud of who I am now and she's like oh my god yes you know and I was like well my just like how your life experiences and your whatever you went through shaped kind of the mom that you are (laughs) 
that stuff has shaped me too and who I am now. Yeah. So now I know better. Now I know what to look for or what to go yeah. to, you or, know? Or a lot of those things made you resilient to be able to do what you're doing now to where you're like, I don't care what you got to say. I'm going to be here if, whether you like it or not. Exactly. So it felt like if they would have treated you like a, a little princess, maybe you wouldn't be where you're at right now. You would have been like super sensitive and not being able to handle, you know, the things that you're going through. So... Yeah, and that's what I told her. Everything is for a purpose. Yeah. And then I told her that. I was like, I don't put blame on anybody. Yeah, I might sit here and talk shit from time to time. Yeah. But I was like, I get it. But it's not even talking shit. It's really just us coming to terms with why we are who we are and why we think we are and how hard it was to deal with some of those things. Like, I was telling so I was telling my man. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What you mean a man? How how did we go from last Monday to dating like so I had, one day per week or had, one day I, per I, day? I had four on my roster. And now you got a man? Uh yeah, he's not playing. So he's like <laughs> he's like he even told me he's like, you know, I'm kind of a jealous type. Like I really don't like like I don't want to like I don't want you to see anybody else. What's his sign? So, he's a Taurus. <gasps> Not the Taurus. <laughs> yeah. So where was, where was I going with my story? <laughs> Not the man. You said it's because I was talking. We were in a deep conversation, and I literally just. <laughs> oh, so we were talking about um. It's because your man threw me off, I girl. Know, that was I just know. so crazy. Like, what? What do you mean? You can't be throwing bombs like that on here. <laughs> <laughs> this is life and raw and uncut. It's funny to me because I told him, I was like, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. I'm like, just kidding. He's like, no, go ahead. It's fine. Like, he could, he could care less, yeah. right? And so he's like, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I was like, all right. And so... um Oh, I was saying that we were talking about kind of like pet peeves, you know, because like we're getting to know each other and it's going great. Like he hasn't done nothing that like bothers me or upsets me and vice versa. Right. So I'm like, so he was kind of telling me some of the things that he he likes and doesn't like. And he's like, well, don't get offended. I'm like, no, I'm not going to get offended. Like, you know, whatever it is, like, I'm sure I have something that you could, you know, that you probably would be like, what? Like, I do that. You know what I mean? So like. But that's how you get to know each other, right? So he's telling me something. And then I said, look, I said, I probably would be offended or I would have been like, forget that, you know, like three, four years ago. I said, but I did all the work. Like, I really learned that I can't hold people to this high standard, you know, that I can really like expect people to be the perfect person for me. No, because there is no such thing. No, there's no such thing. And I'm going to have to learn to like, okay, you like this? Okay, no problem. You know, like, oh, you don't like my shitty water? Like, I'll buy better water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, not the water. Dude, because I buy, like, the Target cheap water. So I buy water bottles just in case, you know? Is it and the so, purified shitty water? Yeah, it's crappy water, right? But I have, like, a water dispenser that I normally drink out of. But we ran out. Look, it's flashing. Do you see it flashing? Oh, yeah. You have, you yeah, know. so, like, I have to go fill up all my jugs t- uh, tomorrow. Anyway, so I, g- I gave up my water bottle. He's like... This water is trash. Oh. I was like, okay, I'll buy different one. <laughs> I'll, I'll upscale it to the Essentia. And then obviously it's like stupid things. And then like he has this big thing for my feet. So I'm asking him like, so what color toe polish should I get? He's is like, he going to pay for that pedicure? <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you listening, humble? I go anyways, but I'm like, what color do you like? He's like, oh, I like like, I. he was trying to say neon colors, but I don't think he's like, I like bright colors like that lime green. I like Oh my God, pink. that is so nice. <laughs> 
white because I always do white. Mm-hmm. He's like white or black. He's like, but also like you know bright colors. And then I was like, like summer colors. Yeah, I like coral. You know how I've always I do coral in the summer because it looks really pretty when your feet are tan. Um, so I was like, okay, I can deal with that. But That's so freaking <laughs> crazy. But yeah, um, going back to what we were saying versus a man and this whole situation. Now you got a boyfriend. Jesus, another one bites the dust. <laughs> Dude, and I text, like, the other ones, you know, to let them know, like, hey, you know, as you know, like, I've been out dating. <laughs> as you know. As you know, I've been, like, dating and getting to know people. And I said, and you know, I'm now, like, in a relationship with somebody. And so I won't be able to talk to you anymore. And so I send uh, screenshots to my to Andrea because I'm, like, look at the way they respond. They're, like, super... Like, oh, I hope he knows. One of them was like, I hope he knows how lucky he is to have a woman like you. Is such so, such amazing woman. I was like, oh, I was hoping it doesn't work out. <laughs> so you can go rebound yes. and be like, hey, it didn't work out. Yeah. I'm, I'm here, boo. And the other one too, like, I'm just sad I didn't have enough time to get to know you better. And blah, blah. He's like, but if, you know, keep in touch. If anything changes, like, give me a call. I'm like, dang. Dude, I love- if dude knew, because he's like, he don't play. Like, if he knew, he'd be like, man, F them guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. But yeah, going back to what we we're saying that I, I'm pretty sure it is a little bit hard. But like you were saying, you know, it's part of that resiliency. And thank God for those experiences, because it's literally giving me the tough skin to be like, no, I'm going to be I'm going to be right here. Just sitting here. I think that's the one thing that we don't take advantage enough of. Like, I feel I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. That God puts us through things mm-hmm. for a reason, for our ultimate purpose. And, and it's really up to us how we respond. It's up to us how we take those experiences and make them work for whatever God has for us. But some people don't. Some people, like, wallow in their sorrow, wallow in their pain, wallow in their, you know. And, and it doesn't get you anywhere. Like, you have to learn to take those experiences and be like this is for a reason like this is what I learned from it and now I can apply it in this part of my life yeah and somebody really like it's just something resonated with me when you said that somebody told me when you were like God's not gonna you know if he's gonna put you through it it's like God already knows so if he already knows this certain situation's gonna happen then he already knows you're gonna make it out okay versus dwelling like you said dwelling in that situation and being there so and i'm sure like um it's easy for us to say um all that because we haven't been through anything too horrible you know like i'm sure there's women uh listening that have been through rape or molestation or whatever the case may be something like very traumatic that or somebody being killed in front of them or you know something that's very traumatic that you really don't find a silver lining you know it's very difficult to find like i mean why would i have to go through this you know to get to the next level so i know that it's easy for us we definitely have had a in the grand scheme of things like i feel like we've had a pretty good life you know and so like i like, I always say that even, like, with my job, like, I recognize that I'm very lucky to do what I love and to have been an easy path, path, path for me. Like, I worked my ass off, but, like, doors opened at every turn, you know, because right. I worked my ass off. And so, like, I really enjoyed the process of, like, getting to where I'm at now and, like, even what I do now. Like, I love what I do. And I know not everybody can do that. Like, I... A lot of people work really hard, but they don't have the opportunity to enjoy it, you know? So, like, I know that we're, 
in a sense we're really lucky like we haven't been through some of the things that some people have but even at that i feel like maybe not finding a silver lining but maybe like using that and whatever it is that you learned about yourself to you you know for the next level yeah and and in reality it's like i i feel like we we get so stuck in the moment and if we could only just think about like it's only temporary you know you sit there and think about like yeah. the the worst thing that you felt like that happened to you three years ago right and you felt and you were dwelling in the moment and now you're looking back at those three years and you're like dang like i remember how i felt back then mm -hmm. and if we could just also remember it and, and lately like also, um, a lot of people that I know have been dying. Not not that I personally know, but p people that I know, they've been having they've been like, losing people. They've yeah. been losing people, right? And it's just with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Constant reminder of like our life really is really short. And it's like what we're doing with that little bit of time that we have. And mm -hmm. honestly, I've gotten to the point and maybe this is maturity. Maybe this is something that I've never really thought of. But I'd rather be spending my time happy and joyful than dwelling on the negative and, yeah. and you know or dwelling on the like what could have because girl my world is rocked right now <laughs> i i'm like cutting yeah. hours at work going back part time i got rent due like you know i'm separated went ink like all these different things yeah. but i was like you know what it's gonna be all right I got this podcast going i got this going like doors will eventually open and it's it's really how you perceive things and the lens that you put in you see things while you're going through whatever it is that you're yeah. going through yeah and i think making the best of every situation it's difficult you know it like it, it's really hard it's hard to be like okay well there has to be a reason but you know what's funny that you said like you know everything's temporary there's a video of tom hanks with a bunch of celebrities like you know major a-list celebrities right they're sitting around the table and he was saying like the one number one thing that i could if i could ever import anything into you is like this too shall pass mm -hmm. you're going through a tough time this too shall pass mm -hmm. you're going through a great time this too shall pass like you have to be prepared that when you're succeeding something around the corner might you know might come at you right and you have to be ready for that like just like how it happened to me like i was thriving in my businesses and then the pandemic hit and everything like right like that was quickly went away and so like you have to be prepared that in every stage of your life, it too shall pass, whether right. it's good, whether it's bad, and you have to be okay with that. Like kind of how we were talking about relationships, like, yeah, you may have this like great friendship right now, this too shall pass. Like it may not be like this right. forever, or you may have been going through some like really crappy times, but like it's gonna pass. And I love that because when he started telling them, you know, they were like, when and he started bringing up like good things, they're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it makes sense. Yeah, you know what I mean? Temporary. Everything is temporary. And, and I think when you get in that mindset, like everything is temporary, either everything's for a season or for a reason, then I feel like that situation, whether it's a good or bad one, you have to go into it and being like, okay, how am I going to react to this? Yeah. And also, I think a lot of it has to do with spirituality. I think because I'm a spiritual person, 
And for my, for me, spirituality is God, right? I believe yeah. in God and I believe that, you know, in Christianity and all that stuff. But I feel like something more than myself, like, I don't know how to explain it. Do you know what I mean? I think that's why I try to look at things a different way because it is hard and I wouldn't be able to get through some things because I've been through some things. <laughs> um if I didn't have like that spirit, I don't yeah. know if like I would have. Like that guidance, the sense of peace, the sense of calmness. Like, that's and I know that's not of me. No, that comes from a yeah, higher, yeah. for me, my higher being is God. And I know yeah. people are like, what? Not Sophia with God. I'm like, yes, guys. Mm-hmm. I believe in God. I just don't believe in white Christianity, yeah. which is totally called, totally different. Yeah. <laughs> and we can get into that on another episode because there's so much to unpack there. Yeah. I was telling somebody today. Was it today? Oh, yeah. Because I brought up that my man has like his family was raised a certain way, you know. And then I was like, I, and I told him, I said, like, I believe in God. Like, I love God and I believe in spirituality, but I don't believe in religion. He's like me either. I was like, OK, cool. We're on the same page. Yep. Because he still does like Bible studies like on his own thing with like some guys, you know, like a man's Bible study. He's like, but I don't go to church. Yeah, that's different. Like it was yeah. so funny. Um, I was talking to somebody um, on Saturday morning. Something had happened and I was like really upset and blah, blah, blah. And then it it was Sunday morning. And then he's like, well, think about this scripture. And he gave me the scripture in the Bible. And then we started dissecting that scripture and applying it to like what I was going through. And I was like, I don't need to go to church. We just had a whole <laughs> ass sermon right now outside of. And I was at the Grateful Lodge. I was just waiting for the kids. They were playing. And I was like, we literally just had a. And there was a family next to me. I'm like, this this family next to me just got preached to. <laughs> and I was having a conversation over the phone. And I was like, that's that's the type of Christianity I live. Jesus goes with me wherever I go. <laughs> I, yeah. I have church wherever. Yeah, I, I have a certain feelings. But like you say, we can talk. We can do a whole episode on that. Um, just because it's it's a lot. I, I was in the church for 10 years, so I went through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to take a minute and answer one of the questions or one of the topics that was brought to us? Because we, like I said, we really appreciate that. And I know like if you guys put it out there. Uh, that's something that you guys wanted to hear dude i even had dudes answering so that was kind of cool oh yeah that's kind of awesome that that's really dope i think Mm -hmm. i am one of the questions was imposter syndrome that was one of the real real big topics and that's a good topic to follow i think it's really it's really really hard to not have that i think especially in our culture we are in raised in a culture at least for me personally that a lot of the times you were like no 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 te vayas a hacer eso deja eso allí or if you wanted to go things ay como que vas a ser el presidente no seas ridículo you know what I mean and what I've been thinking lately and I've been talking to a cousin that I have she's been going through some stuff and I'm like look children are always looking for cues they're always looking they'll say stuff and they're looking to see how they can be guided with, with whatever they say with the simplest yeah. things that they say right so when they say stuff like oh imagínate si algún día soy presidente or like i'm gonna be president one day and automatically i no seas chistoso like como como vas a hacer eso so instead of speaking like negatively you have to speak life into that yeah like instead yeah. of speaking life and telling them and i think a lot of this imposter syndrome comes from that that we're um, yeah so i it's very cultural mm-hmm. i think and i think that's one a big thing for latinos in general not just latinas because um we are 
we have very especially like first generation latinos i think have very low expectations you know like your parents just wanted you to graduate high school like they didn't really even think beyond that you know what i mean it's like oh i'm just happy to see him walk or make it out of the hood alive or you know like that type of thing second and third generation latinos have a little bit more encouragement i would say you know to do you know, to just get out there and do what you want to do. But society is quick to remind you that you don't belong. You know, society is very quick to tell you, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Go back and sit down. And so that's where all that stems from. I think it's more... Um, well, I feel like it stems from that. And it also it stems from, like, my parents, like, for example, my dad wasn't from this country. So when he came over here, his expectation and the way that he saw success was like, no, you go to school, you get college, and then you get this type of quote-unquote job. Like a corporate job. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that means that you're successful. And then you stay there for 30 years. Yes, and then you stay there for 30 years, <laughs> yeah. and you got your 401k. And yeah. for, for my for my parents, and even though my mom um, didn't really have them, but she was married to my dad, so she did whatever my dad. But that yeah. was their mentality, right, that you come in here. So anything out of that, it was like, well, what do you mean you want to go do that? You don't even have a... You, you didn't even go to school. I've even had my, my own dad tell me stuff like that. Like, you didn't take political science. Yeah, you like, you know, politics? what do you mean? Yeah. ¿Tú qué andas haciendo? Y si ni sabes lo que estás haciendo. Yeah. Like, type of thing. And yeah. I'm like, what? You can't even speak English or Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. You can't even agree what language you want to talk about, let alone pass policy joke. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm just like, that's why the imposter syndrome, I think, like, realms because it's in the environment that we're in. And yeah. for a lot of the times, that's the expectations that we have, that it's only in a certain, it's this box and this box defines your success. Yeah. But that was a the mentality they come because they, I feel like, for me at least, my parents bought into that American dream. Yeah. You know? Um, so. But I think the the more you put yourself in, the higher you go in your career, and the more you put yourself in those type of spaces, the more it's going to come out. You know, mm-hmm. the more you're going to, like, run into it. Um, I've had it a few times, to be honest. Like, I normally, I tend not to be too in my head about things. I think um, when I started doing CL, which is a continual legal education um, I was doing it next to attorneys and judges and like the first one that I did when I was in a panel next to a judge that I like highly respect I actually worked with him when he was still an attorney before he became a judge and like I respected him like he was really well known and so when I was gonna sit on the panel with him like I literally like 10 minutes before the CLE started I call one of my friends and I'm like I can't do this I don't want to go mm-hmm. I'm just not gonna show up he's like you can't not show up like right. you can't you have to I'm like I don't belong there like there's three attorneys who are dry as hell like they're the ones that created the um commercial court mm-hmm. and so they're like the one the heads of the commercial court plus uh the judge who runs it you know so I'm like I don't belong there like they're gonna look at me like why are you here you know and he's like you belong there like you made your 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 you know like your space there and like yeah you need to and go. then you if need you're to a get panelist somewhere that means yes. that somebody obviously admires you or feels like you are competent enough yes. to like <laughs> speak and, about but even still during the cle like i watched it after like i was i held back you oh, know what i mean yeah. like i still felt like Oh, I'll let the men speak. And that's so ugly. Uh-huh. Like, we don't, we we should never feel inferior or like, like you said, like, if they ask me to be on there, like, you need to give your best, you know? And so, like, 
it has happened to me a couple of times it's not very common because i rarely get into my head about things like i normally just do it and i think i always feel like i belong <laughs> even if i don't you know like i really feel like oh i i shouldn't be here like i don't care because even like in like today I told uh, Kyrie when I picked him up from soccer, like all the moms were like skinny white girls in yoga pants. Mm -hmm. All of them. I'm telling like everybody's because he had a soccer camp, which is like $500 a week. So you can tell, you, you know what kind of people were there, right? right? So, and then I walk in in this like cute little Fashion Nova outfit with like <laughs> sneakers, you know, <laughs> and my, my hair done and my makeup done and my big old glasses, you know, I'm sure I stood out, you know, but I don't care. Like well, most of us, that's kind of like care. me, like in yeah. those spaces that I am put in, like sometimes I'm with, like you said, you know, these politicians are all suited up and here I come with my bright pink yeah. and I got my <laughs> glitter on my eyes, big old nails, and, big old nails. <laughs> and then I got like, I started wearing little gems on my face and you know, I was like, Hey guys, I'm here. And I was like, yeah, we're about to talk about the same topic. Yes. yes we're about to, you know, talk about X, Y, and Z, but that's but where it takes, a, it takes practice. Oh. To, it takes practice and it takes constant reminder that yes i belong yes i'm capable yes i can do this and yeah fuck you yes <laughs> and that goes to another cultural thing that i'm about to tell you or that you know society tells us you know that saying that say stick and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me mm -hmm. and that's such a bullshit thing that yeah. we feed to society like everything there is power in words and it goes all back to that so for me to get out of that imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. it literally might sound dumb, but that's what I had to do. I had to start writing down like, no, I am smart enough yeah. to be in that room. I am, you know, capable enough to answer these questions. I literally had to write it down. And and it was how I little by little, I still get imposter syndrome all the time. Like the other day, somebody asked me to do this panel in front of all these people. And I was like, uh, why are you asking me? Yeah. Like, don't you have other people that you want? Yeah. And I've, I've actually pulled out of like, they, uh, they had asked me to be on a panel for like a women's conference and I had said yes. And then I pulled out just because for me, um, in, it, it never occurred to me that was imposter syndrome. It was, I've always been like, I don't like to fail. So if I don't feel like I can give my best, I'm, I'm out, you know what I mean? And it was cowardly of me to do mm -hmm. that. Like I should have done it, you know, but I didn't, I'm like, no, I, I don't have time. Like I was making excuses. Right. But no, it's because I didn't think I belong. Cause you're talking about all these like CEOs and women that are like in power and like that are well known. And like you go to the Instagram, they got like 50,000 followers. I got a thousand. <laughs> I'm like, why I I don't belong there. See, but that yeah, and I and I hate that, but we need to start shifting because that could have been a networking. Like, who knows what doors could have opened in that? Yeah, because you're what you bring is so unique to what everybody else has yes. there. So you just never know the opportunities, and that's one thing that I've learned that with imposter syndrome comes missed opportunities. Oh yeah, and Absolutely. and I was like, no, like I'm I'm in this era in my life that I'm like I'm not missing those opportunities no more. There's so much already. And somebody gave this topic and we can go into that another day. There's already so much I've given up as a wife, as a mom of two kids. Like, I'm not going to do that bullshit no more. Yeah. Like, I can still love my kids and be a future wife again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not funny. Be a future wife again or something outside with embracing myself and doing my own thing. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Yeah. She said, I know. I know, Dios mío, ¿por qué? But, 
But see, that's another thing that I think that uh, American culture has really... Like, it's okay for a man to have, you know, five, six wives, and it's not a big deal. Like, oh, he's on his sixth wife, but let a woman do it. Yeah. yeah Anytime like it comes to, like, there's such a double standard yes. to men and... Ugh. Yeah. I yeah, and the patriarchy should be a whole episode in itself. Oh, like yeah. no, like that should be a whole different thing because it is true. Like these double standards that were like, what do you mean? What do you mean that you, I can be stuck in a meeting and you can't be at a freaking birthday party handling pizza and wings? Man, if I told you the stuff that happened to me this weekend, this is a whole nother hour of a <laughs> podcast. Like Dude. why yeah and like i told you when when you text me I, do you want to give a little context so little? long story short what happened is that i was at summer leadership in flagstaff okay i had already said it was my daughter's birthday on friday and on saturday we got a, a hotel room at the great wolf lodge to celebrate her birthday over there I had already said that that was a bad weekend to begin with because I was going to be in Flagstaff. I was rushed to wake up early in the morning and head down so I can make it on time. Anyways, long story short is that our executive director like three weeks ago told us that she was resigning. We have to hire a new person because of all the board of directors were going to be in Flagstaff. They decided to do the interview process right after. Now, I am on the board of directors. There's like 20 something of us. There was 21 of us. And somebody that's really close to me was up for the position. Right. More than capable, everything. And I was like, I have to be present for that vote. And it goes by a vote. If I wouldn't have been there, it would have been a tight vote. And God knows what would have happened. We had the outcome that we wanted, but that's besides the point. What ended up happening over there, a whole ass meltdown happened at Grave Wolf Lodge. And this whole you know, gaslighting and gaslighting in itself is going to be a whole nother opposite started happening where it was like, you're not here. The party, I can't even depend on, I'm depend on me on one. Like everybody's already there having fun. Like yeah. I don't understand. This was supposed to be a great birthday party and you're not even here. You Because he feels like you're still family and he doesn't want to let go of that idea. Like I, he wanted both of you to be there um, and he went about it the wrong way. Like, and and, like and the, he, like I'm a, talking like about one, my ex, yeah. right? I'm talking about the person like, that I just... Like we said, like a little bitch. That's when you see their true colors, when they're not getting what they want from you. Like, But if it was a man in a meeting stuck at work, no big deal. And it's happened before. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where I'm like, okay, no problem. Like, okay, I get yeah. it. Like, I already have this handled. And, and just out of that whole thing, it's like, it was really shitty because it literally made me feel like I was a shitty mom at the moment. Like, fuck. You know what I yeah. mean? But no, like... No. She was... Everybody was there. Everybody understood. They were like, okay, whatever. I still ended up showing up at 7.30. It's not like I missed the whole day. And yeah. I was with them my whole weekend and on her... It was just a hot ass mess. And I'm like, you know, this gaslighting needs to fucking stop. Like, I'm not going to. And, and it goes back to the double stand standard, mm -hmm. like all. Oh, but if you have a, you have to go work for six months out of town and, you know, I got to figure yeah. it out. That That's that's cool. OK. Yeah. You know, as long as you go ahead mm -hmm. and develop yourself and as long as you're growing in your yeah. professional realm or whatever. Yeah. But when it comes to me, oh, no, you can't. You're a wife. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. You're a mom. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 you're this. Like, yeah, what? That's not a partnership. Like, you should be able to depend on each other equally. And don't you want, like, the best? Like, wouldn't you want your partner to be their well, best Well, not house? anymore because you, he ain't your, you're not his partner <laughs> anymore. <laughs> He's like, fuck that. I don't want her to grow. <laughs> like, 
stay down there, bitch. Okay. Stay down there. Oh, and little do they know that every time this happens, I grow tenfold. Seriously, that's <laughs> like, so funny. I know, like, yeah. it's just so crazy to me. Like, I don't understand. Like, I really don't get it. Um, And that's going to hold. You know what? I'm a... This is what we're going to do. We're going to have a therapy session. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're going to have a, a counseling session. I'm going to bring my homegirl. She's a licensed therapist. And we're going to talk smack about these men. <laughs> oh, man. I just feel like um, a lot of the men in our in our society right now are cuddled. By, they were cuddled by their the society to where, like, they... They don't get what they want. They get upset. You know, they don't get the results that they thought they were going to get. Like, even if, say, he was, like, perfect and did everything for you and and didn't get what he wanted out of that, that's on you. That was your expectations. Like, yes. you cannot put your expectations on somebody else. And you can't be mad because that person didn't give you what you wanted when that's all in your head. Like, that's something exactly. that you build in your head. Exactly. You can't do that. Yeah, and it's so freaking unfair. That's why I was like, I have to yeah. call this quits. Like, I can't keep feeling like this. Like, I, I don't know what to do anymore, you know? Yeah. And it's just it's just really crazy, and it's just really crazy to think about that. At my freaking age, I'm still dealing with this bullshit. And it, and it literally was just shit like that. It's not like... And then you'll be dealing with it for the rest of your life if you continue to choose the wrong man. You need to find somebody that really, truly gets you, that really, truly understands, understands my whole essence yes. of a person. <laughs> and that accepts you for who you are at this moment, whether you grow or not. Like, that has to be okay with it. And you know what's funny? I was watching something, maybe a YouTube video or something. They were interviewing um, a couple that have been married for, you know, like, say, 50, 60 years, right? And they were saying that, like, he, she's like... The key to a long marriage is continually you you start dating this person all over again every so many years because we both change as you mature as you grow like I'm not the same person I was when I was 20 I'm not the same person I was when I was 30 I'm not the same person I was when I was 40 so like you're gonna continue to evolve and so like like you you know you start off like you know in your 20s and you're you know in love and all that and then you have to date again and, and get to know each other again and understand what every what you need from that person all over again every so many years. Yeah, and if you're not growing, then there's yeah. no purpose. This whole life is for yeah. you to grow. If you're still the same person that you were two years, like if you really do a self-reflection and you're the same person that you were two, three, four, or five years, then the math ain't mathing. Yeah. That's not how it's supposed to be. And that's what I mean. Like I've grown so much in these two years as a person at... As me as Sophia, I'm not talking about me as a mom or me as a wife. Like Sophia as herself yeah. has grown so much and somehow that was a problem. Then there's some issues there. Like, yeah, I, instead I, of like like saying, okay, well, this is who she is now. I'll come and meet her there or I'll figure out what she needs from me now, or what she wants from me now. Since I ain't growing, since I'm still the same person, like let me date that person but no it's more like hey where are you going you know? exactly <laughs> and i'm like and i can't keep like I, no i already got no. two kids i can't be carrying on extra whatever this is an extra child <laughs> yeah like I, I i already got my dad i got this i got that <laughs> i got two dogs you know i got four thousand two hundred kids like I, I can't do more okay <laughs> yeah so that that was just a crazy but that's what ended up happening and i was like no like this is not this is not cool i know when you told me i was like no no, like don't let them, 
Don't let him make you feel that way. And I was in the middle of the meeting yeah. and I was just like, oh my God, like I'm going, <sighs> I'm just glad it ended up working out. Yeah. And I was in my essence and I had to rebalance my chakras because so they were out of balance. So speaking of balance, what happened to your elbow over there? You got some rug burn going on in your elbow. <laughs> So with that, we're going to go ahead and close this episode. We thank you very much for listening. And we definitely want to hear from you. So if you want to check us out on Instagram, Claudia Loving Life, or you can follow us on Latina underscore IK. And Sofia, what's your handle? My handle is Soy Sofia Alexis. Soy like soy sauce and Sofia with the PH. Do not get it confused with the F. <laughs> and we also want to thank Las Calacas yes, for thank you. the intro. So if you want to hear more music from Las Calacas or you want to know who they are, please follow their uh, link. They will put them on our bio. And don't forget to listen to us. We'll be here every single Thursday with a new episode. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.